This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's up, everybody? You're listening to The Mixed Bag. This is your host, Ricketts. Today, we're going to be dropping some kayak buy-in knowledge for you. Uh, we are officially in the kayak buying season. There's tons of shows going on. Everybody's filed the tax returns. Some people getting their tax refunds back as we speak. Money in the pocket. Let's go buy a boat. Man, uh, if you're anything like me and you've already started getting into the hobby, or you, I'm sorry, you started already uh, uh, researching the hobby. You're going down that uh, YouTube rabbit hole. You're on YouTube watching product review videos and maybe researching key things like uh, what's, the, what's the fastest kayak, what's the most stable kayak. And I guarantee you that probably the biggest thing everybody is researching right now is what is the stable, what is the most stable kayak. That's the, that's you know one of the one of the most important things to people, especially for new people. So. Um, why kayak stability is definitely key. There's some other things that you're going to want to keep an eye out for, right? Um, so you're on YouTube. You're probably looking at uh, Chad Hoover, probably looking at Chris Funk, probably getting on Headwaters Kayak. I know he's got a lot of good videos out there about stuff like that. You're researching Jackson's, you're researching Hobie's, uh, Native, and, and the list goes on and on, just to name a few. Bonafide, another great manufacturer. So let's take a look at this. Let's let's talk about budget because when it comes to when it comes to buying a, a kayak, that's the one thing people get hung up on. And a lot of people tend to go buy the cheaper kayaks. Um, and by cheaper, I just mean cheaper price. I'm not going to get into any kind of brand bashing. It's it's not what we're about. So uh, and and they end up having a bad experience. I know firsthand about that, right? Because the same thing happened to me. I, I saw some of the price on these kayaks. Like, thousand bucks you guys are out of your mind son i'm like i'm new to this i'm not going to go drop a thousand bucks on a kayak so what did i wind up doing is dropping 500 bucks on a kayak and absolutely hated it 
I hated that kayak. I cannot tell you how much I hated that kayak. I actually thought of literally leaving it on the side of a riverbank with a free sign. I mean, I hated it that much. So my first experience was not a good one. And I'm, I'm pleading to you, don't go down that same path that I went down. Um, save up as much coin as you can. You, there's a few things that, that you don't want to cheap out on when you're getting in this game. Now, uh, your kayak's ab- absolutely one of them. You do not want to cheap out on a kayak. You want to find the absolute best for your money. Uh, and don't get caught up on a lot of gimmicky stuff, man, like a lot of um, useless features and things like that, man. You know, there's there's a boats that are, that are decked out in, in rail systems from head to toe, but the boat itself may be really cheap, man. And and so what you're doing is just buying a cheap boat with a lot of, with a lot of rails on it. So a lot of good manufacturers out there, Jackson Kayak, Bonafide, Hobie, those are some great manufacturers. They have great quality products and they've been in the game a long time. Um, so get your money right and look, start looking in, if you're on a budget, let's, let's say you have a budget. Like I can't afford a thousand dollar kayak. Okay. That's fine. Not a lot of people can. And I totally get that. I was one of those guys when I was first got into it. So what you want to do is, is take a look at Craigslist and then get on Facebook marketplace. Cause I can promise you this at this time of year, especially when all the new model of kayaks are, are launched, people are out who already have kayaks. They're wanting to sell their boat that they have now to go and buy the new latest and greatest model. And you can get some really smoking hot deals. I promise you that if you are patient and you can wheel and deal, if you have that ability to negotiate, you can score some pretty good stuff. For instance, the new Hobie 360 came out. There have been so many Hobies with the 180 drive up for sale. And I have seen people take major losses selling their Hobies just so they can get the money together to jump in the Hobie 360. For instance, I know a guy that had a $2,200 Hobie Outback and he was letting it go for $1,600. And that was crazy because he wanted to, to get the latest and greatest. So just a, just a little idea. Um, check out Facebook Marketplace. They are all over the place. You can find uh, sign up for, for kayak buy, sell, and trade groups. The kayak buy, sell, and trade groups are all over Facebook. There's tons of them. And I think just about every state I know here in Cincinnati, we have a ton of them. So you can get on there. And most of the kayaks that people put out for sale, they are selling accessories. Rod holders, fish finders, uh, sometimes even trolling motors. So if you're if you're savvy, if you have an ability to negotiate and you got enough coin in your pocket and you can talk and, and work with these guys, you may be able to find a whole package where you don't need anything else. Like you got everything. Um, it's very common for guys to sell their accessories, including fish finders with their kayaks. That is a very common thing. I know I have done it every single year that I've had a boat with a fish finder on it. I've sold it that fish finder with the boat, uh, and I get a new one every year. So Facebook marketplace Craigslist, and then Facebook buy, sell trade groups, start researching. Um, I would suggest you would need to, to get a really, really good quality kayak. I would start out with nothing less than probably 800 bucks. Uh, 
Um, in $800, like you can get for 800 bucks, you can get a Jackson bite. Uh, I think those are 899 now, but, uh, they have a recreational version. Okay. Jackson has a recreational version. It's called the recreational bite. The difference is it doesn't have any, um, built in rod holders and in a few other little accessories. That's fine. You don't need to have built in rod holders on your, on your boat right away. Okay, so that's $700 kayak, $800 kayak right there. It's in Jackson's one of the best. They got one of the best warranties and and uh, their quality is second to none. So it's another great manufacturer there. So let's say, uh, let's say, okay, man, uh, Jason, I found this, this awesome used kayak and I want to pull a trigger on it, man. It's, it's just nice, Jackson. Uh, let, let's say Jackson Big Rig, right? Because sometimes we see those on there and they're great boats. It's a Jackson Big Rig, man. It's you know, the guy said light river rash. Uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What am I, what am I looking for? Is it a great boat? Well, first of all, yes, that particular brand and in, in make the Jackson kayak big rig is a phenomenal kayak. It is absolutely phenomenal. It's in the tank. So when people are talking about light rash or light river rash, basically they're talking about the underneath where the hole is at <clears throat> and how scratched up it is, whether it be scratched up from launching on a boat dock or launching on or landing on rivers or going across rocky, you know, river beds, stuff like that. That's what they're referring to as a rash. So um, what you want to do is kind of go over the boat, the boat with a fine tooth comb, right? You want to look for deep gouges and you want to look for cracks. You want to look around the skid plate to make sure there's no cracks there. Take the skid plate off. Uh, for Jackson models, the, the, the skid plate can pop off with just uh, two screws. So you can look around there. Uh, you want to check inside the kayak. Now, if the kayak has hatches, you want to look inside and make sure it's not holding water. If it is holding water, you want to question why. Okay. Was the boat left outside? Because the boat left outside in the rain that has hatches will tend to get water inside the hull, which is not a big deal. You just open up the hatches, drain it out, dry it out, and you're fine. Because um, no, no kayak's 100% waterproof. But if the boat's been inside or you guys haven't had any rain and there's water in it, mm, okay, there's got to be another story there. So you want to be hesitant on that. And also, depending on how much water you find inside the hull, you want to be really hesitant on that as well. Because yes, some rain will get in there, but a lot of rain should not. Um, so if you see an excess amount, I'd say more than a couple cupfuls of water, I would probably raise an eyebrow and be like, okay, time out. That's a little, seems like a little too much water in there. So the overall condition of the boat, you want to look uh, also, uh, check out the river rash, make sure there's no deep gouges in there. Um, check the contact points, okay? Look, look at the front of the kayak where it would be, um, I, I, I guess for lack of a better term, rammed into the back of a tr uh, pickup truck or, or something of that nature. Um, you want to look, make sure there's no cracks and stuff at the front where the handles are, and then look at the very back. Again, if it has a skid plate, look around that skid plate, uh, look around the drain plug, uh, things of that nature. Now, the other contact points that you're going to want to look at is the seat. Okay. Now I know that if you're a big dude and you have spent your time plopping down inside your kayak, not gracefully, but just slamming yourself down inside there, um, there's a good chance that you're probably going to damage that 
uh, light just went out and distracted me, sorry. Uh, you're probably going to damage that seating area where the seat actually contacts the plastic on the boat. I know Bonafide had a major issue with that. Um, they have since corrected it. They've reinforced that area and put some padding down there. But what was happening was that these big guys were plopping down in their seats and that seat, the middle of the seat frame was smacking against the plastic and it was wearing and cracking right there. Um, every manufacturer probably, I can't say every, I can't speak for every manufacturer, but I knew, I do know some manufacturers out there have had the same issue. The seats cracked in that and where the, where the metal, the metal seat frame meets the kayak. So that's, that's an area you definitely want to look over with a fine tooth comb. Uh, and then the second area, if it's a sit on top kayak, you want to look at the scuppers. You got to look at the scuppers. If you don't know what a scupper is, scuppers, the holes that you see on the kayak that are built for draining and structure. Okay. So they help, they help with the, the structure of the kayak and drain the water that uh, gets put on there, if, if any. So um, you want to look at those and look and take a flashlight, shine it down inside the scupper holes, make sure you don't see any cracks because if the boat has water inside of it and it's a sit on top kayak, there is a potential chance that that water came from a cracked uh, scupper. Um, and then flip the boat over and do the same thing. So look at the top, shine the lights down, scan the top, look at the seats, look in the drain plug area, look in the tank well, look at the scuppers, okay? Check the hatches out. Make sure the seals aren't dry rotted. Make sure the lid uh, closes and fits tight with the seals. Flip the boat over. Check out the rash. Check out any gouges. Check out the scuppers underneath and just do a thorough examination. Now, it's okay if a boat has rash, man. It's perfectly normal, and those boats are manufactured where there's thicker plastic on the bottom, which allow them for greater durability. That's, that's perfectly fine. Um, so there's just some key things. I mean, there's, there's more that we get into, but... Uh, for time's sake, I'm just going to leave it at those. Um, and then also uh, just one key thing about that, bring a buddy, bring a buddy. It's been in the industry. It's um, have him look it over the boat. I know if you're in Cincinnati and you want to say, Hey man, I'm thinking about buying this used kayak. Can you, can you give me a hand? Absolutely. I'll help you out. I'll go and look at it for you. So um, the second thing you want to do now. Um, so you found, maybe you found a good used kayak and that's great. If you can do that negotiate a good price, get one that's in good shape, get some accessories with it. And you may be able to just rock and roll from there. Now, if you're in the market for a new kayak, there's some things you want to keep out, uh, keep an eye out for as well. So I highly suggest if you have the money, I, I can't really say highly suggest it is, here's my thing. I've bought new and used kayaks and I've gotten great deals on used kayaks, but when it comes to buying new kayaks, now brand new in the plastic, there is nothing better than that new plastic smell. It's like people who buy new cars. You know, one of the things that they love so much is the new car smell. That new plastic smell, oh my God, it's absolutely phenomenal. You, it's, it's great. There's been times where I've bought a boat and I've loved it so much and I, I tuck it away in the garage to come and find myself 15 or 20 minutes going back out and looking at the tag-off boat again, you know, and what you do is you open up your garage door or you open up the door going out to your garage and you could smell that new plastic smell, man. It is absolutely awesome. Um, a lot of kayaks out there come with some accessories. If you buy them brand new, again, I'm on team Jackson. I represent that brand. So I'll use them as an example. Jackson's very good about giving you rod holders and cup holders and flags and bags and 
all kinds of accessories, stuff like that. So, and the rod holders that they give you away are really nice. They're Yak Attack and Mega Rod Holders. They're not some cheap junk crap rod holders. Cheap junk crap. Yeah, there we go. Um, so the Omega Rod Holders are really nice. Shout out to Yak Attack. Um, when you get into the game, you're going to quickly find out who the hell Yak Attack is because they make the best uh, kayak modification accessories on the market, hands down, my opinion. So... Um, What's it mean to buy a new kayak? Okay, how can you get deals? I mean, obviously, you know what it means to buy a new kayak. I just went over that brand new kayak. So what a lot of people don't know, and it's okay to share this knowledge, is that, and I mean, it's okay for me to share this knowledge because I have worked with a dealer and it would not mind at all. Uh, this is not really a trick of the trade or a trade secret or anything like that, but uh, it does not do a dealer any justice to hold on to older model inventory. Okay. And what I mean by older model inventory, it could be we're in 2020. So that can be a 2019 or a 2018. So when dealers set up these accounts, they order X amount of boats. Then they are invoiced 30, 60, 90 days later for those boats. Okay. Um, they have to come up with full payment from the manufacturer during that time frame and then pay for their order. And these orders could be astronomical, 40, 60, 80, $120,000. So when a dealer has to pay that and then they sell a bunch of kayaks and they have some left over, it does not do them any justice to have those kayaks left over. Okay. They want to sell those. So what do they do to sell them? They start marking them down. Okay, generally, your markdowns can be anywhere from 25 to 30%. Okay, now some manufacturers, some dealers may only do 10%, and that's okay because each dealer does things their own way. And just because one Jackson dealer offers, and I'm using again Jackson just because they're, I'm familiar with the process, just because one Jackson dealer may uh, may sell you a kayak at 20% off doesn't mean that another Jackson kayak is obligated. Jackson kayak dealer is obligated to give you that same discount. They are not each dealer makes up their own discounts. Okay. So for instance, uh, you know, if, if you're looking, let's say you want a, uh, $3,000 kayak. Okay. And a dealer is offering you 25% off of that, a $750 off of that $3,000 kayak. That's pretty daggone good. That's at 25%. So, and if you're looking at, let's say bonafides, bonafide dealer and say, Hey man, I got this 2019. I need to get rid of it. I've had it here for a while. Okay. Well, what are you asking? I'm selling this one at 20% off. And then we'll go with the SS 127. That's 1599. So if we're doing, I think I said 20%, we'll run that scenario again, 20% times 1599. Let me do that math. Uh, it's like 80 bucks off. If I did that right, let me try that again. I was way wrong. 80 bucks off. Get out of here. Ricketts. It's uh, $320 off. So you right there, you have a lot of, uh, a lot of ways to sell just by calling around in your area, figuring out who has leftover inventory and what they're selling it for. Now the generally speaking, again, every dealer is different, but generally speaking, the older, the model of the kayak the bigger the discount up to a certain point. I mean, no dealers, maybe a, a few dealer are willing to 
take a loss on a boat if they've had it for a new for a lot of years like five years you got a really good chance of getting rid of something or getting something really cheap i mean um so uh, the next thing you want to look at when you're dealing with kayak dealers is demos okay there's a lot of different demos out there and what i mean by demos is generally speaking every kayak dealer out there has to have one demo per model kayak that they have in their inventory okay so a demo kayak is a kayak where the general public can go and get in and try out for free a lot of kayak dealers have demo days demo days are just get-togethers where when weather's permitting and water's permitting water levels and stuff um, these demo days you get to go to that dealer talk to them about their product and they will put you in a life vest give you a paddle and let you go out in the water and try it out now that does not mean you get to try it out for a full day or hey man i'll see you in a few hours it's not like that it's generally a 10 or 15 minute adventure where you're just paddling out in a in a pond or a lake and you're getting a, a feel of the kayak so at the end of the year um at the, after the season and they start to get their new model boats in that dealer will put up their demos for sale that's when they're permitted to do that every manufacturer is different so depending on the dealer that you go to the timing of them being able to sell their demos may be different um so don't hold me on that when i say like fall or spring or i'm sorry in the fall it's just it's generally sometime in the fall but i but just because one dealer is doing it doesn't mean the next dealer is going to do it um and then no dealer has to sell their demos at a discount either. I want to make that clear. Now, generally, every reputable reputable dealer out there is going to sell their demos at a discount because nobody's going to sell a, a, what is now a used kayak for full price. That just doesn't make any sense. And if you have a dealer who's trying to sell you a used kayak for full price, you run away. Right? Just go. It's not worth it. No, I'll see you later, bud. Um, check out of there. So... Uh, and, and the same thing applies with demos. You want to look over the demo, look at the wear points, look at the rash points, make sure there's no deep gouges in there. Uh, I have yet to meet a dealer that has not taken care of their demos. Um, and then when you still buy a demo, you still get the full warranty that comes with the boat as if it were brand new. And you still get in the dealer that I have dealt with, again, every dealer is different. This may not apply to your dealer in your area, but my dealer for Jackson, if you buy a demo kayak, you will get the accessory pack with it, right? So it's if, if you're buying a big rig demo and if you were to buy that boat brand new, it comes with two rod holders, a cup holder, an Orion tumbler, and a flag. You still get those same accessory packs with that. When you're dealing with my with my my dealer here, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Cincinnati, Ohio, or Loveland, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, uh, that's the way he operates. Now, does that mean that Joe Schmo dealer, you know, 125 miles away, is going to do the same thing? No, it does not because they're not obligated to. So I just I want to I want to reiterate the fact that just because one dealer does something doesn't mean the next dealer has to do the exact same thing. Okay. Now, uh, demos are a great way to get a great boat at a great discount and full warranty. And if anything goes wrong with it, you can work with that shop to get that 
kayak taken care of. Um, I think that's probably the best way, in my opinion, to save a handful of money and to get a great product and feel good about that and not wonder if it's been beat to shit. Okay. So uh, now being in 2020 and, and kayak prices have gone up. I mean, they've gone up. I, I was going to say something kind of savvy there, but honest to God, they've just, they've just gone up. Uh, look at the price of some of these pedal drives. You know, you, they're three to $5,000 now for, for a kayak. And that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of cheese. So naturally, uh, we as Americans, if we can't afford something, we're going to finance something, right? That's just what we do. We do it with our houses. We do it with our cars. We have credit cards. We finance the hell out of everything. And that's our lifestyle. And I'm not including everybody in that. So nobody scold me and say, oh, you don't know me. You're right. I don't. All right. Calm down, ladies. So uh, what you want to do is ask. Ask the dealer, hey, man, do you guys finance these? What's the, what's the process? Now, some dealers may not have financing. Other dealers may. Some manufacturers might have financing. Other manufacturers may not, okay? And some dealers are willing to do layaway programs. Some dealers are not. Some dealers are willing to do trade-in programs. If you have a kayak, they'll trade it in. Some dealers are not. Now, that is not manufacturer-specific. That is dealer-specific. I want to get that across. because I, I, And the reason I keep reiterating this is because every year... It never fails. I see it on Facebook. Oh, this XYZ dealer over here, man, you know, said I I can't get this kayak at the price that this other XYZ dealer is giving it away. And I'm like, yeah, of course not, because he's not obligated to give it to you at that discount. That's his his boat, his dealership. And if he doesn't want to give you a boat that's 25% off or whatever, then he doesn't have to. So I just I keep reiterating that. But back to the financing option. Um Jackson Kayak now has Klarna, okay? So if you get on the Jackson Kayak website, you can apply for financing through Klarna. A lot of people don't know now is that Jackson has set up a financing program for dealers where customers can apply to the dealer, and that is with Sheffield. Sheffield will offer you with qualified credit generally. I have a financial professional background. I've been in that industry for uh, over a decade now, in my experience, qualified credit's going to start in 700 range. Okay. Now with Sheffield, I believe it is 700. Don't quote me on that. I don't work for them, but 700 credit score will get you as low as 1.99% financing on a boat. Your Jackson dealers will be able to give you more information. If you want information on that here in Cincinnati, Ohio, the Jackson Kayak Dealers Loveland Canoe and Kayak will get you all the info you want on that. Now, speaking of Loveland Canoe and Kayak, he's taking it one step above that. So we have Klarna, we have it Sheffield, and now Loveland has set up their own financing program through Square. Okay. Now, uh, there's three different outlets if you want to buy a boat. That's a thousand, a thousand bucks are up. Now I'm saying a thousand right now because I don't actually know what the minimum is. I feel like it's between a thousand and fifteen hundred for financing a kayak, um, but I don't hold me to that. It's it's not a guarantee. It could be more than that. It could be more than a thousand. Um, 
So we had the Cincinnati Travel Sports and Boat Show a couple weekends ago. We had a guy sign up for financing through Square, was approved, and took home a brand new Jackson Kayak Kilroy HD, which is a badass boat. It is badass. So um, the thing about with financing, you know, the better your credit, the lower your payments are going to be generally because you're going to get a lower interest rate. Now, as using seven, the score 700 to get you 1.99, um, that does not mean that you will not get approved if you have a lower credit score. Okay, this is not a finance class. I'm not going to go down that because that's just a slippery slope that I just don't like to deal with. Um, so if you know if you have a 650, 660, 670, 680, 690, there's still a chance you may get approved, but you're not going to get that 1.99%. Generally speaking, if you have anything lower than 690, you're going to get hit with the uh, 18 to 24% interest rate. Okay, um, but it's also a great way to get into a kayak now. Finance and kayaks. Here's my stance on it. I've I've have a few credit cards myself, not a lot, just a few, and I manage them well. Some people are not able to manage your credit cards, and I mean that with all love. I don't mean that to be nasty at all. But if you're financing a, if you're financing a kayak, try not to finance it long term, okay? Because in my opinion. It's just not good business. It's not good for you. It's not good to have all that credit card debt. You know, if you have a mound of credit card debt already, you don't want to be what's called as credit poor. Okay, so just be mindful and make sure that financing a kayak is right for you. And if you have a family, that decision could impact your family as well. So just keep that in mind. I think financing a kayak is a great way to get into a boat that you don't have a few thousand bucks to buy up front. Okay. Now it may seem like I'm trying to waffle there and I'm not trying to waffle there. I'm just trying to give you some sound financial advice. If you have, if your debt to income ratio is really high, then you don't have, you, sh you should not be financing anything. Okay. I'm not going to say you don't have any business. I'm not your father. I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do. I'm just trying to be your friend. I'm trying to give you some friendly advice. So, and debt to income is the amount of debt you have going out versus the amount of income you have coming in, right? That's, for those who don't know that, DTI, debt to income. Um, so anyways, I don't want to go down that any further. But just make sure that financing a kayak is a sound decision for you. Now, from what I've seen right now, when it comes to financing a kayak, it typically is a 12-month term, okay? Jason, what, what the hell does 12-month term mean? Okay. This is what 12 month terms means. Your typical credit card, you have a balance. You're, you have a credit limit, excuse me. And that credit limit stays out there for as long as you have the card and you are required to pay a minimum monthly payment towards that credit card balance. Okay. If you are on a term, that means that your payments are. I'm sorry, that means you have to make payments towards that balance for the length of that term. Now, from what I've seen right now, it's 12-month term with some of this financing. Meaning if you go buy a $3,000 kayak and your interest rate's 1.99%, they're going to send you a payment. Those payments 
are going to be what you're going to have to pay every single month for 12 months until that boat is paid off. So just be cautious of when you do that. When you finance something, ask them if it's a term. Ask them if you have to pay this back within a certain amount of time. If it's a term payment. Or if it's just a regular like revolving credit line, credit card, for instance. That's going to be... That could be a, a huge deciding factor for a lot of people because, yeah, a lot of people can pay a minimum on a credit card, which I do not advise to do. If you have a credit card payment, it's 35 bucks, pay 50. I mean, okay, it's a few cups of coffee and one less Big Mac. You guys can do it. Um, so oh, freaking cats me out in the background. Sorry about that. So um, just be cautious because credit cards will let you extend the payments out for as long as you have that balance and only require you to make a minimum because they're gouging you on interest and that's how they make money. If it's a term payment, you may not know that when you buy that $3,000 kayak and all of a sudden you get a bill in the mail and you're pissed off because instead of thinking that you owe a minimum of $35 or $40 like a normal credit card, now you owe $200 a month until that kayak's paid off. Be cautious. A good dealer will explain that to you. A wise buyer will ask Okay, you guys be smart. Now, depending on your financial situation, if it's smart for you to do that, then do it. Other scenarios I think that are great for financing is that you don't have the money now, but in a couple months, you're going to have enough money to buy that kayak. The sale is going on right now. In a couple of months, that sale will not be there. And in a few months, that could be a matter of six, seven, eight hundred dollars, or even just a couple hundred dollars, you know. Um, then I would say if the option if you have the option of finance, finance, and then when you have your money in a couple months, pay that off. Right? It's another great option. I think what this I think that the trend now is that kayak manufacturers see that the price of the, that the boats are going up, you know, is the demand's going up, the market's driving the prices up and they want to get people in there. So they're looking for options to do that. The kayak fishing sport has blown up and is absolutely awesome. Uh, it's gaining a lot of traction. We've got a lot of big names involved in it, FLW, BASS, et cetera, et cetera. And I think some financial institutions are catching on to this. Um, when people are, Financing four or five thousand dollar ATVs at a minimum, you know, they obviously they go up higher than that. These financial institutions are like, okay, instead of financing a four or five thousand ATV, we'll let you finance a four or five thousand dollar kayak. It's a great way for them to make the money. So, just a few options there. Um, buying a kayak is is it can be intimidating, but yet if you do the right research and you don't buy off of a whim. You can come out on top of it. Okay. Now, this is not going to be a long drug out conversation about buying a kayak. I'm actually, I'm actually going to do a series on this. And, and it just hit me that I'm going to do a series. So this is going to be the boat buying series. What to look for. What defects to look for. Scuppers. Gouges. Seat cracks. Leaking hatches. Water in the hull. Check your drain plug, check your, check your seat, make sure there's no cracks in the aluminum of the seat, right? 
so we're going to look at, we're going to talk about buying the boat. We're going to talk about defects of the boat. We're going to talk about financing a boat versus paying for it outright. That's everything we covered in this episode. The next episode, we're going to talk about accessories. Do you need to go out and spend a ton of money on accessories? In my opinion, no, you do not. You do not need to go out and buy a ton of stuff. It doesn't make any sense to me if you're first starting out and you're dropping a few thousand bucks to go out and spend a few hundred dollars more in accessories. Um, you don't need to do it. So we're going to drop this one off here, ladies and gentlemen. Just a half hour talking about boat stuff. I want to keep it short. I want to keep it sweet. And then I will go ahead and release some more series and we will get on the same page when it comes to buying a kayak. But other than that, you all, I hope you guys have a great Sunday. Go out to these boat shows, talk to some of your professionals, and you all have a good one. I'll holler at you later.